Hi, this is Timothy Pig, and I want to welcome you to Text Driven Podcast, a podcast put out by the Ministry of Fellowship Church in Southwest Florida. Text Driven Podcast exists to equip you to know God and make Him known through text driven preaching and practice. To learn more about Fellowship Church, visit our website, fellowshipchurch.co. On this episode of Text Driven Podcast, what I want us to do is continue looking at the definition that we put forth for what it means to be text driven. So remember at Fellowship Church, we use this phrase to know God and to make Him known through text driven preaching and practice. In our last episode, we talked about what it means to be text-driven in our preaching. And we need to have text-driven speech and our words need to be anchored to the text. We need to be speaking uh, the words of God after Him. We need to make sure that everything that comes out of our mouth is for the building up of the body. It is for evangelism. It is for disciple-making. Today, what we're gonna talk about is text-driven practice. What do we mean when we say that our lives are driven by the text, when we say that uh, we are living a text-driven life. So what I want to do is I want to point us to a couple of passages today. What we're going to do is very 30,000-foot view, nothing nothing too weighty. We're just going to look at these two passages and draw a conclusion from it so that you see what it means to be text-driven in your living, what it means to be text-driven in your practice. So let's start with the definition. So text-driven practice is where the actions that we do, every action that we do, finds its purpose, its origination, its motivation in the biblical text, in what God has said to us. We want to be doing the Word of God. We want to be following God's Word completely. And that's really exactly what God has been trying to get us to do from the beginning. You remember in Genesis 3, uh, the serpent comes to Eve. And and what does the serpent ask? Did God actually say? He was questioning the word of God, the validity of God, and getting Eve to speculate on her actions on the basis of if God said this or not. And what happened with Eve? Eve did not follow the words of God. She was not obedient to Scripture. Her practice of her life was not text-driven. And that is sin. When a life is not text-driven, when a life is not driven by the Word, it is a sinful life. And we don't want that. We want a life that is honoring to God, a life that is pleasing to Him, a life that He looks down and at the end of it will say, well done, good and faithful servant. So how do we do that? Well, I want to go to a couple passages. Uh, We'll be in Joshua uh, chapter 1. You remember right when Moses um, had died, Joshua is appointed the the leader of Israel. And in Joshua chapter 1, listen to what it says, okay? Joshua chapter 1, verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all 
the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. So you notice how in Joshua 1.7, he basically outlines for us what a text-driven life is, what text-driven practice is. He says we need to be careful to do. You know, if we're not intentional about living a text-driven life, if you're not intentional about this, you won't do it. Uh, your, your life will be modeled after everything else. Your life will be modeled after a celebrity. Your life could be modeled after a TV show that you like watching. Your life could be modeled after a sports athlete. But if you're not careful to model your life after the Word of God, you will find a numerous amount of things that you will model your life after. So what happens here is God comes to Joshua and just makes it very clear to Joshua at the beginning. Joshua, if you're going to lead the people well, if if you're going to lead the people in a manner that is honoring to me, that is uh, pleasing to me, that is worshipful to me, then you're going to have to be careful to make sure that the actions that you are doing are in accordance with the law of God, that are in accordance with what I have written. You need to make sure that your life, Joshua, is text driven. That's what God is telling Joshua to do here. Be text driven. Now notice this. He says, I want you to be text driven. And in your uh, solidarity of a text driven life, you do not have the flexibility to deviate from the word. You can't go to the right and you can't go to the left. You must keep your actions on the path of the word of God. And he says the way that he does this is in verse 8. He's to meditate on the word day and night. He's to be thinking about the word all the time. I think if we're honest with ourselves, one of the things that, that hurts us in a text-driven practice way is we are not meditating on scripture. We are not thinking about the word consciously in everything that we do. If before we acted, we wanted to get the green light or maybe the red light not to do something uh, or the yellow light proceed with caution. If we put our actions into that formula, green, yellow, or red light, we want to make sure that the green, if green means go, it's because the word of God says it. If yellow means caution, it's because the word of God says it. If red means stop and not do it, it's because the Word of God says it. We want every behavior, every action that we do to be driven by the text. That is what is going to be honoring and pleasing to God. But you know, there's also uh, ramifications um, that are shared with us in the New Testament. Do you remember the story when Jesus was uh, talking to his disciples. He was ministering and he had a group of people come up to him. Do you remember this story? 
and they are asking him about uh, where is um, that his mom and his dad are looking for him and they have something they want to share with him. And do you remember what Jesus responded with in that moment? Jesus looked at them. It was Mark chapter uh, 3, I believe it was, and verse 35. Just flip over there real quick. Mark chapter 3, verse 35. Let's get the context. You remember back in verse 31, it says his mother and his brothers came to him. And he was standing outside and they sent him and they called him and a crowd was sitting around him and they said to him, your mother and your brothers are outside. They're seeking you, right? And he answered them, who are my mother and my brothers? Now watch this, verse 34. And looking about at those who sat around him, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever, watch this word, does the will of God he is my brother and sister and mother. He says, only the one who does the will of God is actually part of the family of God. That a person whose life is not text-driven is someone who is not part of God's family. You see, this is why text-driven practice is so important. Text-driven practice is so important because it demonstrates that we're part of God's family. I heard a pastor share this illustration one time, and I hope it just helps to encourage you and, and put your mind uh, around this concept of text-driven living. This, this pastor was sharing how when babies uh, are born, they're, they're taken to that nursery, right? And all the children are behind the glass. And uh, uncles are there and aunts are there and they're looking behind the glass. They're seeing all the different babies. And it, it's so fascinating how uh, families can pick out, yep, that, that's our kid right there. Has, has grandma's nose or has uh, daddy's eyes or has uh, uh, mom's ears. And the characteristics of that child demonstrate that that child's who that child's parents are. You see, the same is true for us. The actions that we do, if they are text-driven, they demonstrate who our parent is, that we are children of God, that we are sons and daughters of the King. So I want to challenge you with something. I want to challenge you with the actions that you do today. Try to think consciously about the Word of God. If when you're about to do something, you don't necessarily have a verse that, that would give you the green light go or a yellow light caution or a red light stop and go the opposite direction, I want you to pause. Go to the Word of God. Read it. Ask the Spirit of God to teach you and to apply the Word to your circumstance so that you can be text-driven completely in your life. Hey, I hope that uh, what you've learned today about text-driven practice, text-driven living, has been an encouragement to you. Um, I, I want to just plead with you, beg you, that if you will begin 
to live a text-driven life, text-driven in your practice and all the actions that you do, that you're careful to do them according to the Word of God. I promise you, just as Joshua says, Joshua chapter 1 taught us, you will find success. You will find favor with God. And you will live a life that you know that at the end of it, God will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Hey, I hope this was encouraging to you. You want to know more about uh, Text Driven Podcast, visit our church website, www.fellowshipchurch.co, and you can find more about what God's doing at Fellowship Church and what God's doing through Text Driven Podcast. Have a great day, and I hope that uh, this was an encouragement to you.